What's up, what's up, world? Welcome to Cloud Conversations with your host, Loriana Mercado, and I'm Harvey Banks. Thank you. I know, I was like, I'm Harvey Banks. Yeah. Well, the year 2020, we are all Harvey Banks, the podcast with two longtime friends talk about anything and everything from our daily life to what's trending and to shit that'll make you say, what the fuck? So, will the real Harvey Banks stand up? Present. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny i used to hate those kids in school remember when they used to do fucking roll call i don't know if they do that shit anymore at school where they would just call your name out like you got a substitute teacher or something yeah it's always the one care that says present it's like oh, yo yeah. just say i'm here what are you doing yeah just say here <laughs> yeah. doing That's funny. Extra, extra shit but yeah that eminem song made everything pop off after that differently that's true. You remember that trend where everyone just bleached their hair blonde? Yeah, I remember that terrible, terrible time. Man. Was you a fan of Eminem then? I wasn't, actually. I was a, I was a hater. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It was just, I might did, still be there, bro. I actually... I'm not, I'm not I, as much as a hater. So in my mind, I separated the two. Yeah. To me, there's Eminem and then there's Slim Shady. And all that <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. All that funny, goofy, ha ha, I'm gonna kill you shit. Yeah. That's Slim Shady. I don't fuck with that. But like the deep tracks, that's Eminem. And I think he's kind of talented, right? <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, you said it right right there because it was, uh, he, he just grew on me as a lyricist. And it, mm-hmm. at my age, it just made sense of what he's spitting about now rather than like, I'm gonna staple your lips shut and do this and do that. And it was definitely like a ICP hype type thing. It was a wild time, early 2000s, like leaving the 90s into the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. Like, if you just think about, like, remember how big, like, boy bands were and shit? Oh, yeah. I feel like, I don't know if there's any boy bands out there now, but I think we would laugh at that now. That is kind of interesting. The little change of eras in that, huh? Yeah, it's just completely different. It's, it's, that's funny. And, like just how music and culture changed <laughs> and what's accepted because like some of the videos and stuff back in the day and even the songs and lyrics is just like oh we were well, kind of wild right <laughs> well what's interesting that you brought that up so I've, I'm vegetarian and so I followed a lot of like vegan and vegetarian news and so I did a post on my Twitter uh, so the vegan NBA stars uh, I'm probably butchering these names Javel, McGee, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Jordan. They've started yep. a Beyond Meat themed boy band. Have you heard about that? <laughs> no, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, they actually did a, a quick commercial. It's kind of like them being animated, pretty much yeah. singing about it and shit like that. But well, Chris Paul's hilarious. He's the uh he's the basketball player in the State Farm commercials. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's pretty he's a funny dude. Javel McGee's a they're the three of them, it's that's funny. That makes it really funny because they're funny characters. So I could see that being hilarious. Yeah, I wonder what kind of jingle they have on there. Man, so are, are you much of a holiday person at all? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm be honest with you. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, it's like no. I, it's. I think it's my anxiety. What do you mean? So I never know. Like Santa like Claus genuine. never showed up. No, he rarely did. It, that was shit with my mom. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Right. <laughs> um, 
but like I think it's I not I like to know if people are genuine or not. Mm-hmm. I like things that are genuine, right? So like when the holidays come, I feel a, like an obligation to interact with people that I don't normally feel that obligation to interact with. Right. And it like instantly makes it weird to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's and like, so like that's like my personal thing. It's just like, okay, I can't wait till these are over. So people can go back to being normal. Yeah. I think people like to do uh, an outstretched reach on holidays and try to make other people feel special. And when I don't hear from you all year and just on holidays, it doesn't make me feel special. It, it, At I, all. I think it's one of those people feel guilty uh, of not reaching out on specific holidays just for their own benefit, not for somebody else's benefit. And that and, and that's just a slightly different form of anxiety. Mm, mm. Y'all feeling the same thing I'm feeling. You <laughs> felt guilty enough to reach out. I felt guilty because you was reaching out and I didn't want you to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. And that's that's how I'll be feeling about these holidays. Like I like Christmas just only for my kids. If I didn't have kids, I wouldn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. It's yeah. for me, it's my kids. They enjoy this. They're gonna be super hyped tomorrow and, and Friday. All right, tomorrow's Christmas Eve, right? Yeah, they're gonna be super hyped, and we've got a house full of kids. So, like, that's gonna be fun and exciting. But what I'm looking to forward to most on Christmas, like mm-hmm. most, is basketball all day long. <laughs> and I just want to not be interrupted while watching hours and hours like it's yeah man holidays i don't like the obligations that come along with it right i feel that how do you feel about holidays and stuff like that oh i feel the same way it's uh you know i took an uber today and he was like he mentioned that tomorrow was christmas eve and i was like oh it is and it was kind of like my sister. I talked to my sister and she's like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, what the fuck are you texting me about this? Like, I'm just chilling. Like, why? Like, why do you want to know? She was like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. I was like, oh. And so actually the days just blend together and it actually just spends another day. But, you know, I've been disconnected so from family. Because of you, like with you, like being a single guy, like, do you have a Christmas tree or anything? No, not at all. Okay, I didn't know how that went. Yeah, no, I've had roommates and they've gotten like little Christmas trees and wanted to do the whole decorating stuff and 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 honestly, the way I spent my holidays was was like treating myself. So I'd have this ritual to where I would order some food, make sure I had like a nice meal that I didn't cook, and I'd get like a six pack of beer, two blunts, I'd rent two movies. And then I would take a bubble bath. That it's, it's not a bad day. <laughs> it was. It was. It's been my ritual for I don't know, probably like five or six years. And it was just like just relaxing and basking in the day, and then just fucking going at it the next day. Yeah, it's. I didn't know how that worked for you. Like I didn't know if you went out and bought gifts for yourself and put them under your tree. No, but I did. like you know what I mean, like. Yeah, no, that would make me feel really weird because uh, I don't, yeah. I don't find holidays that special for me, and because, you know, uh, you know, I, I see holidays associated with like you know close family times and like yes, yeah. the first thing people ask you, so what are you doing for the holidays? And they're expecting to say, hey, are you going to see family? This and that, and you know, I've been kind of disassociated, disassociated from family for a while, and 
I remember, and I was talking to my sister about this on the phone just the other day, on, uh, you know, because I've been adopted since I was eight, since eight, and and it was fine and loving and stuff like that. But the whole Christmas spirit and the holiday feel for it, especially when I moved out to Oregon, and it was through their extended family members. I remember I would spend Christmas there, and. I saw a, a different light that made me feel even more out of the loop and disassociated when I was around, quote, family that wanted to spend these holidays together. And I was telling my sister, I was like, yeah, so like, you know, they'd wake me up, we'd have coffee and breakfast. And internally, I'd feel anxiety and weird because you're going to have to say a lot of thank yous and just this weird love that you're not sure it's there. So I would open my stocking uh, and this was every year. Uh, probably for the past whatever five years uh, when I was like in Eugene it was like seven actually but everyone's you know looking at their stocking stuffers and everyone's getting like Starbucks gift cards and like books and like you know you know what I mean stocking stuffers regular shit what do you think I got in my stocking stuffer to make me feel so different than everybody else in the family alcohol cigarettes (laughs) <laughs> right a pack of fucking camels whoa, whoa you're serious no 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 oh, I was like, oh, dude i was I'm, just kidding I'm they are fucked up people yo fuck, i'm gonna be honest i would have enjoyed that i'd be like thank you you know even keep, at least it's keeping it real yeah keep it real thank you for no one to like and this and that yeah. i open my stocking shit and <laughs> and i'm 33 right now so fucking what seven years ago uh, you know, do the math with that. It was around 25, 26 plus. My stocking stuffer had beefaroni in the can, ravioli in the can, and some ramen noodles. Did they think you were homeless? They made me feel like I was the homeless orphan child. Oh my God, that's and, terrible. And I would try to tell people, like, like not them, but I'd be like, oh, thank you. And they like do the little chuckle and was like, oh yeah, this is what you like, right? So, so disconnected from family. And oh my God. And I used to try to tell other people. That makes me feel uncomfortable now. <laughs> yo, exactly. I try to tell other people this and I'm like, this is what I'm feeling when I'm part of this family. Like, this is how they're making me feel. And nobody else would see it and make me feel like the crazy one. And I'm like, oh. It's, it's so like, you know, Christmas has been like that. And so I'm just like, no, I don't want any part of uh, feeling that way from you folks. And Yeah. I don't like getting gifts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like getting gifts. I don't have know you, why. Have you had a memorable gift at all? Um, when I was a child. Yeah. I remember I used to, I used to get birthday presents and I'd ask my godmother. I was like, what do I do now? Because I didn't know how to receive gifts from yeah. people. And she was that's, like, oh, just say yeah. thank you. And I was like, oh, that's it? <laughs> it seems very hard to do, though. Yeah, it just it didn't make sense. I, I didn't know how to react. I'm like, what what is this about? I didn't I didn't get the whole feng shui of it. Yeah, it, it's... Uh, I don't know how to... I just get really... I think it's anxiety again. I don't know. It's not been diagnosed or nothing. But I don't like situations where I have to say thank you. Yeah, maybe that's it. I don't like it. So I would rather just not get gifts. Just yeah. because, like, uh, yeah, I'm not one to... 
you don't want any expectations to be a part of anything right right and if i do get a gift i would much rather that gift be something that was like seven dollars and hilarious right oh yeah like like i'm that kind of guy like don't get me uh, you can ask my lady now like I, no no don't give me anything like that i don't want nothing big you don't ever because like i don't know i think it's i bet we share some traits with that like our upbringing yeah to where we're like mm, maybe it's we don't want to think we owe somebody something maybe right? i don't know i don't know man i just don't it makes me uncomfortable getting gifts yeah i don't want to feel a like much I'm better charity gift giver. <laughs> yeah and I don't, I hate being asked what I want. That's what like a pet peeve during the holidays. And yeah. I'm like, I mean, if you really want to get me a gift, either you should know me already or just fucking spy on my Facebook shit and, and see what I it doesn't take long. And, and just get me something that you might think I'd be interested in because any thoughtfulness and surprising me, I'd be appreciative. I'm like, oh, that was awesome. But if you ask me, then I'm like, the fuck asking me, just give me money if that's the case. Like, <laughs> If you want to give yeah. me something and not make it special, just give me money. Yeah, I'm with you there. Cause like, yeah, it's just it's an un- to me it just gets uncomfortable. It just like I would also rather not be there when you open your gift for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I sound like a super creep right now. I don't care. Like, no, you ever seen being honest? I'd rather open your shit up. I would rather just drop my gift off and leave yeah. and just text me, yo, we good thank you or what you think or nothing at all i'm good with that too yeah except for my kids because like kids just have so much joy for whatever the fuck you get them. exactly oh my god oh my god it's what i wanted i know you told me 30 times <laughs> have you ever gotten your kids something they didn't want no i haven't not my kid. well probably but they are smart enough not to let it show if that makes yeah. sense like yeah. yeah i have a fond memory of when i was little i always wanted telescopes because you know i love the stars in space and i asked for a telescope and i saw the telescope down on christmas eve you know i was spying down at like three in the morning or some shit like that christmas comes went down the stairs with my sister it got her fucking name on the telescope and she never asked for one i was blown away and so now <laughs> it's stuck in my head and i'm fucking hurt <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you still hurt. I'm still hurt. Fool, that shit was 1992. Let it go. Can a motherfucker just look at the stars, please? That's funny as hell. He said, and she never asked for one. <laughs> funny, you know why it's so funny? It's because. I pictured you walking back to your room mad as a motherfucker, right? Oh, yeah. But I pictured Andy and Margot's house, the one that I know of, that I've been in. And I know you wasn't there at the time, no, that, you know? That was the one, actually. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was a bit old. <laughs> yeah, so you a liar. You wasn't three, Nick. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry. It was, probably, it was high school years. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny as hell. And she didn't even ask for one. <laughs> She didn't even ever look at it. Mm-mm. Nope. Don't know shit about the stars. That's right. Keeping on the neighbors. Yeah, nah, I don't remember any. I don't I don't have any. I'm trying to remember if I have any like major, major holiday. I do have like my mom got me my first PlayStation. Yeah. And like I do remember that because I didn't think I was gonna get it. Just because they cost so much money. And I 
and I still don't know how she did it to this day, bro. Like, I asked for it, but like, there was a genuine, oh shit, this stuff costs a lot of money. I'm not gonna get that. Like, I, I, I get it, right? Oh, that's the so best I, gift then. I was genuinely not, a, bro. I think I cried, and I had to be like 11, 10, <laughs> like straight up, like just being like oh my god are you serious like i was so hyped i remember that's about the only christmas like i remember being like no that shit <laughs> i was just like what the i didn't think i was gonna get it because yeah now i want to know how she did it <laughs> right those being are an adult now it's like damn yeah when you have no expectations but expectations get like exceeded beyond your fucking imagination it's amazing man it's, it's, it's good and it's like uh stuff like that like that but that's a genuine joy and i think that's why i celebrate that and i, I want to i like to create those kind of things on christmas day for my kids like there's some things that my kids didn't officially ask for mm -hmm. but i know them yeah, that makes <laughs> and i've sense. overheard stuff you know what i mean yeah and so when it drops it's kind of like, wait, how did you exactly? You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, I try to recreate that kind of stuff, and also I just let my kids know that they're fortunate. So, or do you put from Santa on any of your presents? We do. Um, nothing, not the, but we are very specific. Not the big ones. Yeah, because that's from the mom and dad, bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then plus I don't. I'm, you know me. I'm since I had, I'm sensitive. I don't want other kids thinking like that. Maybe the big guy spit more on other kids, right? Like believing, you know, I, my kids are. I'm recording at home, so I'm trying to, you know, what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But like, does that make sense? Like, it does. When they go back to school, oh, Santa brought me this. Well, if, if Johnny's parents lost their jobs, you know, I ain't trying to do that. And then they be like, well, why the fuck did this nigga not show up for me? Like God, you know what I'm saying? Like right. I've been good. I've been learning. I've been, so it's never anything of any significant value <laughs> at yeah. all. It's just mainly he does the stockings. Actually, I like that. I like that. And this candy and little fucking Dollar Tree shit. It's it's little fun stuff. Like Scratch it. Yeah, it's just fun stuff, man. It's fun. We just try to keep it light and fun around here. Yeah, I like how you did the psychology on that for your kids as well, because I think that's going to help them really grow. I used to think that when I was a kid. Like what? Like, maybe he doesn't like. Oh, yeah. I'm not as good as they are, hmm. obviously, because like if it's the same guy and he's magic. Right. Is he only magic for the people that he why is he only magic for certain people? Right. Maybe he didn't hear me or some shit. type. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So like. And then when I found out, I was like, y'all niggas is lying. Right. <laughs> but, I've but been yeah, nah. Santa this whole time. No, fuck you and you. Yeah, it's y'all. <laughs> I've been saying he ain't shit. You ain't shit, mom. You ain't shit. You need to get a third job, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Just you that doesn't love me like that. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So nah, we, 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 hey, we went light this year, though. Yeah. Can you name yeah. out some gifts? Nah, cause they boy, they silent. They your room is probably bugged, huh? It, it's probably bugged, and these fucking kids is probably leaning against the goddamn door right now. These kids have gotten on my nerves since we've been in quarantine. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but I know they hear me, so I'm not gonna. We can't do that. But 
Yeah, we didn't go crazy though, because no. that's yeah. not. I, that's one thing I've I felt like I've learned this year is like <laughs> we got to relax on the shit that we don't need. Right. And do you try not to make Christmas so special that way? Theoretically, the whole year special at random type thing. I don't try to, but it's a good intention. Like, I like that more than any. I, yeah, I try to live the rest of the year that way too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the special time to me for my family is the summertime. Kids are out of school. They like this summer. They were we were all home. Yeah, and like we have a pretty big backyard and stuff. And like the kids just played and played and played and water parks and the pool and. To me, experience is way more fun than this Christmas shit. Right. To me, you know what I'm saying? And they seem like they had more joy. Like this last week, I've literally just watched them in the house doing the same shit over and over. And oh. it's like, I can tell they're just waiting until this day. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just waiting until Christmas. And it's like, well, during the summer, Monday's a good day, Tuesday's a good day, Wednesday's a good day. You know what I'm saying? Not, they're not thinking that way. So it's just like, mm, right. Let's get this shit out of the way. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It's just waiting for that one special day rather than looking at every day like a special day. And that's probably a, just a lot of people's upbringing, too. It's just a, yeah. a weird psychology as you grow into an adult and you look forward to, you know, the Friday nights or the weekends or your birthday or shit like that rather than like, man, blessed today type shit. So do you have specific plans like this Christmas? Not like a ritual or anything, but is there anything unique about this year that you plan on doing? Well, I'm actually not taking part in my ritual this year because uh, I'm detoxing. Kind of just taking a break, cleaning my body, cleaning my mind so I can get some more work done. But I really don't. I'm kind of just uh, setting up my uh, new apartment that I moved into in July, uh, kind of like a warehouse. So creating like a little business out of it. And, and that's about it, honestly. And then just waiting for the clock to strike so it's the next day and the world moves on. It's over, yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm sure everyone's ready for this damn new year to come. Are you... So did you have any, what are some of your takeaways from this year that like you'll remember moving forward? Like lessons learned, um, realizations, it doesn't have to be deep, but right. anything you can take away from this year that it's, it's probably the most unique year of our, any of our lives. Uh, it really is. And yeah. I remember I talked to you last week or two weeks ago where I almost felt guilty because I think I, I wished just upon the world yes. <laughs> because uh, I wanted to be in a place where I was able to stay at home and work from home and then just be creative and imaginative without, man, I got to wake up tomorrow morning, go to work and live in this repetitive state. And so this year's brought forward kind of that solitude. And at the beginning, I wasn't quite ready for it, but I enjoyed everything. Even the times I didn't do much, it was, I, I love the time spending with myself. And I think, you know, except I'm a single dude and I live by myself, it's loneliness has never really entered my life. It's been more of a blessing. I think it's a, you get to choose if you're lonely or not type thing. And, and I love my company. 
But I think the biggest takeaway was actually getting to live that out where the realization is like, okay, well, let's see how you do, you know, to the testament of the world and society. How are you going to do by yourself uh, with theoretically the world crashing down and have all this time? And it took me a while, but I was able to like develop my own routine and the beautiful part of it. The next day I woke up, I knew I could change that routine or I can change my train of thought to be the person who I wanted to be the next day. I just love the the fluid motions of just having that time. And I think, I know a lot of people freaked out just not being able to go to work and this and that, but I, I see it as a blessing. You know, whether AI or robots take over all our jobs in the next 10 to 50 years, I think it's one of those things that it's, it's a blessing. It's like, I think it, as a human being, we need to be more creative and think and live for yourself. And I think we're just meant much more. And that's what this year has brought for me was that realization. It's like, wow, once you take action on something, it, it can snowball effect and such something positive. Yeah, I think it has to. Yeah. I think it's a scientific formula like once you take action other shit is going to happen yeah I, exactly yeah. you know anxiety is fucking anxiety and fear is kind of what drives people to the next level if you don't let it eat you up it's like you know use that you know for yourself and let it push you but you got some key takeaways in your book uh, I think the key takeaways for me was just uh a lot of reassurance mm-hmm. to myself because like I said we've been on I mean every you're always on the, a self-improvement journey and you're always trying to grow and, and change and adapt but you don't you never like I said before you never really know if you are who you say you are until you're presented with a situation where you can either be who you say you are or run right, right? and so this year has allowed me to test if I am who I thought I was internally right Yeah, and like it's been able to just validate for myself so much like yeah now I'm doing this thing right I'm doing it my way and my way is the right way for me Yeah, because we can do it our way but we still don't know right and it's like nah I survived this year under my circumstances under my terms my own terms man I think that's the best thing you could have said that you've you know you were given this opportunity kind of to test your will and yourself yeah. and it's like you made it out okay at the end of the year so it's like you knew you just got realized you knew you could make it and you did and that's just beautiful and i've been able to call shots this year too like with um people and behaviors and like just trends that are moving here and there like I've been able to put like my thoughtfulness to work, right? I can analyze the situation and I can see and I'm like, I don't think I I see what they're doing there. I can tell that's not real. That's not genuine. These kinds of people right here, they're not going to make it. That type of shit, that's not going to make it because it's not built on like it. This year has allowed us to see what sustainable looks like and what it doesn't. See, because we believed a lot of let's just let's let me shift to business right now, right? Mm-hmm. We thought a lot of these business models were sustainable and were they would never go away. 
And now we're seeing what sustainable actually looks like. Go back 10 years and say, hey, movie theaters are going to be out of here, bro. It's over. <laughs> it's a wrap. Yeah. What? Then they would stop making movies. Like, why would they keep making movies with no movie? Like, but now it's like, that's just not, that wasn't a sustainable business model. <laughs> yeah. Charge people a bunch of money to come and sit in a crowded theater to watch a movie. Like, looking back now, the movie seems crazy to me. Yeah. We paid an absorbent amount of money per person to go sit in a room with a bunch of other strangers buy overpriced popcorn and watch the movie with strangers while having to use movie theater etiquette right yeah. like no laugh super crazy laugh out loud no rewinding like yo this shit is hilarious none of that we paid to do that we paid to be told how to enjoy our entertainment that's right and now that seems crazy to me but had this year never happened, it, I don't know that it ever would have went away. Yeah. And so, like, I look at everything like that now, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like these these big giant, there's these giant chains and, and legacy corporations, you know, J.C. Penney's and Sears, goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Macy's closing, goodbye. Big box stores that aren't making it. And I also realized there's super major, major, major companies that are living paycheck to paycheck like I am. <laughs> yep. American Airlines, the, the business of American Airlines is no better than the business of EcoClean Indy. Yep. Y'all got money from the government because you said if you didn't, you were going to go under. You're making billions a year. So either you're not managing your money right or it's a very bad business model. That's it. And the government has to step in and save the day. That to me says, hey, that business ain't no better than my business. Mm-hmm. Is is theirs sustainable? Because I think mine is. I made more money through the pandemic. What's to say? And yeah, you started this what several years ago, so it's not right. like you started this during the pandemic at all. Exactly. So it's, to me, it, it's like that's what I meant by the validation of certain things, right? Like, okay, this is a sustainable thing. So then I was able to move on to the next phase. I know I can make it. I'm a hustler. I know I can make it, and I know that now. Now I can move on to. Do I want to? Do I want to do eco clean? What do I want to do, right? And I've been able to walk into that. Yeah. Well, I want to do this podcasting thing all the time. I've been dabbling for a few years. I want to do this. So I was able to invest money into it and resources. Moving into the new year, I want to do video. I see it. I see the next play. I was going to ask you that. What do you see? I'm investing yourself my money. In, year. in a year, I see myself right here exactly where I'm at right now. Yeah, so when I, I invested in these resources right now, so I just see myself with more validation. When we have this podcast a year from now, exactly from the same date, and we ask, we're going to be in the same place. Then, we, so I probably won't be here. And if I ask you the same question, what did you learn from this year type thing? Do you, would it be any different, or do you have any uh, scope on what might that look like? I hope it'll be different because, like, you always want to be learning and you can only learn in this world through trial and error right yeah so there's going to be something that that 
I look back and be like, you know what? Yeah, I probably shouldn't have did it this way. Or I probably shouldn't have done this. Or you know what I'm saying? Or I wish it kind of would have went this way. But I don't forecast what that could be because I'm not, I'm just not thinking like that. Yeah. It's, uh, I feel like I'm coming off of a win. And I feel like I've been losing for a long time. Oh, man. Yeah. To other people and to my own losing in the eyes of other people and losing and not knowing if I'm winning or losing in my eyes. Right. Because I've had highs and I've had lows. And it's like, wait a minute. Am I doing this right or not? Mm -hmm. I should be like these people I see. And then this pandemic showed me that a lot of these people ain't real. Yeah. And I was able to not only just sustain, I was able to thrive. Can't tell me nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I was right. I called shots. I seen things. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then the only thing left was accountability and not just saying I'm going to do it. I had to do something to force me to the next move. And that's investing in resources for the things that I want to do. And that's what that's what you did the same thing. I've been trying to get you to do a podcast for what a year? Yeah. Not even with me. Like just you tell your story. Yep. <laughs> you invested what? Almost a thousand bucks for me, right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, and it's like we put the money and now look at us though. What are we a month, two months in? This is episode 14. Hey. No, yeah, that's great. I was looking the at the consistency uh, is behind the action. Mm-hmm. And the action was forced by no, let's invest in the resources. So when you were like, should I get this mic, that mic? I'm like, nah, just go, go, go top of the line. Right. Let's invest. And that's what we did. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And it pays off. It sounds great. Yeah. I had a self-reflecting moment just uh, I was saying like two nights ago, just laying in bed, just kind of thinking about my life and the structure that has happened up until this very moment that I was laying there. And because I'm, I'm kind of happy and content where I'm at now because I see the growth and where it's going at. And I'm like, man, there are so many hiccups and so many times I I've, was at ground zero and hit rock bottom. And I was like, man, if one thing shifted to the left or to the right at any of those pinnacle moments, I'm not sure if I would be here where I'm at today. Uh, And it was just kind of amazing because it was like the time is right. And, you know, I'm like, man, if I did this differently, this, that, I wasn't really thinking that. I was more like, I can't believe all those steps landed me here. And I'm like, I'm really self-conscious now where I can be like, I can look at my view of the life and be like, this is nice. I am ready now. It's like I, the world was like, here you are awake and things are about to come because of where you're at right in this moment and what you've got to. Absolutely. And it was just uh, so just interesting and fascinating because, you know, I had a couple of those moments where I'm like, fuck, I'm 33. I, I wish I was ahead 10 years ago and I did this or that. But there were so many things in my life I had to get out of the way first. And there's so many uh, roads that brought me here through the people I met and then dissipated after a while. But it was just to bring me to this certain spot. And it, man, it was just so, such a blessing just to view it from that point of view, as in like things happen for a reason. Here we go. And it's also like that's the that was the cost. Yeah. All those things that happen, that's the cost that has to be paid to get here. 
Oh yeah, I needed it for sure. I, I like that's that scientific method of it. Like you know, like you were saying earlier, like you had to do the action led to something else happening. I was gonna say that. Yeah, my it goes both ways. It can't just be one side. You know what I mean? Yeah, my thought process at all those different times and with my actions involved with those thoughts that I was having, I it just made sense of what I was gonna happen next and this and that. And so. It just makes sense. And then now here, the actions forward, it's just, it just makes sense. It's almost like predicting the, the stock map now. It's like, okay, I see where this is projected now to the future. So, so this is going to be great. Speaking of the stock stuff, another thing I took away from this year is, bro, the money ain't real. <laughs> Money's, like, never, money's listen, never been real. <laughs> listen, I, yeah, but we don't know that because we never had it, right? Right. Like we didn't have it. So like, but like. The money, I tell I tell my lady that all the time. This, the money's not real. Yeah. It's not fucking real. Nope. I've probably touched, I've probably moved through 20 grand this year and different things doing this, this, and that. Yeah. Of money I never touched. As in, I made the money digitally and spent it digitally. I never touched it. Like, you ever think about that shit? Oh, yeah. The money's not real. It's just an idea. Yeah. And it's like, if it's not real and it comes and it goes like that, it changed the way I approach it. Cause like I could see today I could be piss broke with a negative bank account. And tonight I can get on my phone on an app and make a bet or create this t-shirt design or anything. And instantly I can have a ton of that stuff, mm-hmm. that money stuff, right? It's just yeah. like and it's it's I've seen it come and go so fast this year that it's just like oh that shit ain't real it's not sustainable no and like, that's why a lot of if rich you put yourself into the money it's not sustainable yeah. you almost have to disassociate yourself from the actual money to make actual money like you gotta let go of all the fears that you have of losing the money and all of that shit's got to go because this shit is not real. And if you go into it with the idea that like, yeah, I can make the money. I can make the money anytime. Yeah, I can come up with some money anytime. It takes a lot of the stress out of what you're doing. And when the stress is removed or that need to make this thing that's not real is removed. That's when I think you get your best work. Oh, that's it. And so, like, that was another thing. It's just, and seeing what some of these people that I know have made on stocks, and now some of the people that I interact with, what they've made on sports betting this year, it's not real. We're not even touching the actual money, bro. Yeah. I've, I've done, I've dealt in over a thousand or something dollars in the last month when it comes to sports betting. I've never touched the money my account to their account my bets placed i win their account back to my account (laughs) i don't touch it they don't touch it it's just there (laughs) we're just playing with numbers it's digits that's it that's all it is well it's growing up monopoly as from the board game and it's and it's based on numbers digits from a game yeah (laughs) it's a game it's funny man it's just and it's i used to be kind of cynical about money like i had a a nasty relationship with it right Mm -hmm. i I would attach it to my worth who i was 
if it, if I was real, if I was genuine, if I was making the right decisions, if I was worthy, if I was this, none of the shit is real. So now I'm just like, nope, I'm very good with who I am. Yeah. I've got a decent amount of money. Tomorrow I could go piss fucking broke and I would be very good with who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's, this year was really good. It was really good. Well, hell yeah. But I know the perception if you, your bank account hit zero right now, especially with family kids, it might hit a little differently. It would, it, it would hit, but it wouldn't hit as hard as it would have two years ago. Yeah, you are absolutely right. And you, and that was just so well spoken, man. I, I gotta just say, I commend you for all this growth that that's happened. And I'm just, no, the dope thing is you've been able to, you've been a part of it. Yeah, like they're new to the podcast and to us. Literally, we've been doing this for 15 years. <laughs> yeah, like no exaggerations. Quite literally, we've been. I listen. I'm gonna take you back to. I remember when I moved back to Kentucky, mm-hmm. and your phone number. And your sister's phone number was the only ones I remembered. And the only reason I remembered was because they were one number apart. Yep, they were. You ready for some real creepy shit? What's that? I believe yours was 6313 and she was 6314. That's it. That is exactly it. (laughs) That's crazy. That was 15 years ago at this point. Probably more, 16 or 17. So we would talk and you would be outside on your trampoline. And I would be at my grandma's house, bro. We was 15 years old. Shit. And like I remember we've been doing this thing right here since then. So like you've been able to see the, the periods where I wasn't a great friend or I wasn't a good guy. I wasn't actually doing what I wanted to do or I had the talent to do what I wanted to do. I was just lazy. And then like the full circle of me realizing, oh nah, it was me. <laughs> I was kind of fucked up a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, oh, okay, now I I accept my losses now. Right. So now I get to like write my own chapters. <laughs> yeah, that's just it's just amazing how that happens. It's because it's just so fascinating the growth that's ha- happened. But just just the outlook and the perception. It's a uh, learning on on our own accord now. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's such a big change and it definitely opens some doors. We're in control, man. That's the, that's that's my bottom line. That's what I took from it. Yeah, and that's what like I'd like you to take from it with everything that you do. Cause like I always champion the things that you do, especially with the self-reflection tees and stuff. Thank you. And like I just I I want the only thing I want you to know is that you're in control of it. That's it. Literally. And in the days that it's fucking annoying and you you feel like shit, my shit is way better than this person's. I still go through that. I ain't trying to sound like I got it all figured out and I'm sitting over here in Zen, right? Yeah. <laughs> I still have days where I'm like, what the fuck? My podcast is way better than his podcast. Right. But but it's just uh I know it's coming now. Yeah. Like I know it. And so it's like, okay, I've been calling these shots for a whole year. And we just started doing. And look at look like look at what this has kind of done for us now. We've always talked on a regular basis, but like our conversations are even better now. Yeah like and then it was just like oh through consistency you know and another act of nature you know your whole state caught on fire and it's like oh I'm coming over cool bet 
it had been years since we've seen each other. Well, not since the last time, but the time before that was 10 years in between or so, you know? Yeah, it was 10 years. And now it's just like, oh, okay. Well, what do you want to do when you get here? I don't know. We'll figure it out. I don't know. You want to go to New York? <laughs> really? And he was like, really? Yeah. I'm like, no, yeah, that's it. I got a few days. You got some time. I got time. And you even said again, really? <laughs> when we was outside of in my backyard, I was like, no, like, let's look right now. Let's book. We can get it for pretty cheap from here. He was like, okay. Yeah. You want to go tomorrow? I was like, no, yeah, we're leaving in like six hours. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I love it. To just doing. And then we just did it. And then now, look, it's like, do you miss any of that money that we spent? <laughs> no. <laughs> Even think about that shit. It's like, yo, what, the things that hold people back, the things that hold us back from doing it. And then it's like, when it's done, it's like, man. I don't even know how much money was spent. I don't care. I don't miss it. We should have been doing that shit. Like, (laughs) we should have been doing this shit. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's freedom, man. It's liberation. It's, it's, it was a fucked up year, but like I said, it's, I learned a lot. Yeah, you really have. And so have I. It's just one of those things, uh, you know, we've, we've grown to a point where we don't want to say what if anymore. And just like, just go ahead and do it. And if it yeah. sucks and fails, it's a lot better than, man, I didn't try because of so-and-so. You know, the crazy thing, like I invested in equipment. I invested in time. I invested in trip in a trip. I, we left and this and that. I didn't necessarily start making more money, but I don't miss any of the money that I've spent. So that tells me right there that the past few years of my life, I've been living scared for no reason. Right, it's always there. I don't, I don't have the money to do this because I wish I had the money to buy this. Or, ooh, I know that mic is a hundred, but that one's four hundred, and that's the really good one. I can't spend that extra three hundred dollars though. Yes, the fuck you can. <laughs> that shit gonna come back. Like I, I'm dead serious. Like I'm looking at the shit around me right now, and I'm like, <laughs> damn. Me and my lady was in a trailer a couple years ago. Damn, me and my lady was in a motel a little over a year ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is it one of those things? It's like a if there's a will, there's a way type thing. I ain't making more money, I don't think. Like I am, but like not. If you looked at my life then and you look at my life now, this is from 18 months ago. You'd have been like, what happened? What did you would you invest it in something? Like what happened? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just my mindset changed. <laughs> Right. And so, like, I just started getting and doing better stuff. So, I don't know. I'll take it as a win. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be great. Oh, you have one of those. Oh, she broke out of the room. So I feel kind of bad because when I do these, they kind of lock her into the room in the back of the house, and all the kids are in there, like just being super quiet. But you can only keep that child down. She's one. Well, she's 18 months now, but like you can only keep her down for so long. And I just heard her bust through the living room. Shit. Look at me scared. I'm a grown ass man. I could talk if I want to talk. Yeah. Until you hear the door go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, but yeah. Um, let's get into something funny real quick because I am going to have to cut this short tonight because, you know, my Knicks are about to play. Right, right. And that's stupid, but it's important to me. <laughs> it works. And. And let's see here. So I'll throw out a couple of things. Well, talk about the Knicks. Let them know where they can uh, listen to your podcast with that before I get started. Yeah. So basically, 
Um, I do an NBA podcast called the NBA Culture Podcast on there. I don't just talk Knicks. I talk all NBA basketball. It's uh, it's a my perspective, just me kind of thing. Uh, if you're into sports and you're into basketball, give it a listen. This year I'm doing something new. I'm including some betting lines that you can make if it, if gambling is legal in your state. Then uh, I use FanDuel. I use BetMGM. I'll give you some lines for the games that night to play and make some free money, man. Last night I was three for four. So anybody that, you know, put a little 10 bucks on my little bets, you made some money last night. But it's just fun. NBA Culture Podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's everywhere you get all this other shit, too. Boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to throw out. So this is what I'm going to do with the fu- what the fuck news. I'm going to throw about like four four little topics as in like uh, I'm going to quote four different news and just pick something else and, and pick one of those that you kind of want to uh, talk about for a second. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna, just going to list them all in a row. So the first one, quote, I vaccinated Santa Claus, unquote. Fauci tells kids. Space Force members would be called guardians. <laughs> Atlantic City is offering bidders the chance to blow up a former Trump casino or finder of a treasure chest hidden in the Rocky Mountains reveals his identity. You want to talk about what dabble on one of all, all of them, one of them, <laughs> which one stood out? I was thinking the one that's probably stood out the most to me. Let's, uh, let's go with the space force. Because <laughs> I had a good laugh about this, and it's so on brand for Mike Pence and Donald Trump and that whole group of people. I want to say I'm going to be nice people, uh, right? When it when it first came out, I was like, "This has got to be a joke, right?" Yeah, I feel like I've said that a lot about a lot of political shit here, like recently, right? Well, this let me like, give some context and read a, a quick yes, paragraph yeah, of it, okay? So, quote, it is my honor on behalf of the President of the United States to announce that henceforth the men and women of the United States Space Force will be known as, quote, guardians. Pence told a room of military and other government officials who broke into applause as Pence nodded and smiled. Soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and guardians will be defending our nation for generations to come. (laughs) I mean, if we're being honest, this is a straight up bite from Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah. It's like it's gotta be like I didn't see that movie, but I'm pretty sure. Like, come the fuck on. First of all, how do you feel about the space force, anyways? Well, I'm I'm one of those conspiracy junkies. I, oh shit! We've yeah, had a mind. space force for years. <laughs> I forgot. Years. I forgot. I forgot. You were just trying to leak this little by little because now the letter. aliens are coming. They've okay. been here, motherfuckers. But they say they're calling it because of the model of the Air Force back in the day was called Guardians of the High Frontier. But you think it has to deal with, hey, the whole feng shui of like a movie scene and what we're known. Listen, I don't know that I believe in the conspiracy, but I know I 100% believe that they're not that smart. And so like being not that smart and or creative, mm-hmm. he probably thought that was his idea, right? Yeah. Oh, we're going to call them Guardians because they're Guardians of the galaxy and i'm sure melania was like like the movie i i can <laughs> you probably like what, what? about no, no. 
I'm sure they were smoking some weed and like, that's a good idea, man. Yo, that's fire. Yeah, you guardians of the galaxy. You and they right. had a good fucking stomach laugh and shit from me. I'm having one now. <laughs> right? So yeah, that, that, I did see that, man. I cracked up. That shit is funny. And that's so. a good promo ad, too. It's like, yo, you want to be a guardian? I ain't gonna lie, the Space Force logo is kind of hard, bro. Right? <laughs> I, I kind of want a Space Force t-shirt or hoodie. Hey. That'd be kind of dope. Guardians. <laughs> Oh, we so stupid. It, it doesn't like, have prestige to it. It's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm in the Air Force. I'm in the Navy. Bitch, I'm a guardian. guardian. What? The world. The galaxy, the world, bitch. Craig. <laughs> the world, Craig. Yo, <laughs> by the way, it's almost time for that particular movie. Mm. Greatest movie. The best holiday movie ever made. Right. I know y'all say it's a Christmas story. I know y'all say it's the Home Alone. Home Alones are close, right? It's none of that. It's Friday after next. Okay. <laughs> this is the that's the greatest Christmas movie that's ever been made. And I would implore all of you to get your children around and watch Friday after next on Christmas. Because I will be watching it probably tomorrow. If not tomorrow, then definitely at some point on Christmas Day. Right. What is that? Is that on Netflix? It's, it used to be on Netflix. It ain't on fucking Netflix no more. It's on Apple TV though, so I'll I'll, I'll catch it on there. Um it's also on Prime. Uh, I think the prime rental is $3.99, but you get to rent it for 24 hours. But yeah, I'll be watching that shit tomorrow with my kids. <laughs> they, need to, they need to understand certain things in oh. Negro history. They have to understand. Facts. All I want for Christmas, Santa, is two fat bitches, two bags of weed, and two bags of chips to get to the fat bitches. To <laughs> get to the fat bitches. <laughs> Doesn't he like Santa? Right? And he was like, "Yo, make me a damn cent. Where the fuck the milk and cookies at? Where the fuck the milk? I'm standing. Where the fuck the milk and cookies? Yeah. Oh. Uh, now the funny part, and the cop said, "Black guy, right?" He said, "Nah, this was a nigga that did this." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta watch it tomorrow. Now that's that's my plan for tomorrow. I'm watching it. <laughs> Jesus, that's the greatest Christmas movie ever made. But I'm out of here, though, man. It's tip off. So, yeah, let me let me play this quick clip of some Christmas shit. It's it's a minute long. I'll play it real. Let's quick. do it. Okay. I know the lyrics. Would you do us the honors of spitting Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Come in and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? The beat though. Say, come on. Hard. Hit the table. So bright. Won't you ride my sleigh tonight? Tell the reindeers loved him. Got it out quickly. With glue. Off the red nose reindeer. You go down in history forever. You go down in history forever. You go down in history. Yeah, bro. DMX is so fucking perfect, man. Shout out to the legend DMX, Yonkers legend, bro. Fuck that yeah. shit is so perfect. Yeah, I appreciate that at the end, man. Hell That's dope. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I'm out of here. All right. Peace. Love everybody. Yeah. Thanks for listening. All right.